0: inspired, informed, motivated, and recharged on radio's favorite power hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Every day is a stellar day on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Let's get this party started. Cynthia will be back to kick it all off after this break. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Are you wondering how to jumpstart your life while bringing more excitement and joy into every moment? Join the Goddess Gals, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany each week on radio's favorite power hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. You'll hear from the experts and authors that inspire and motivate you to be your greatest unique self. Plus, in Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew, Cynthia and Heather tackle the topics and tips that make a difference. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on World Talk Radio Studio The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. That's one 613 1612 or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now, back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star, you
1: are. Well, hello, power partners. Welcome to radio's number one hour of power, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. It is our New Year's extravaganza. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And this is our T for Two, a mother-daughter brew. Today we're going to be looking back over the past 10 years. We're then going to be looking forward. And then you'll meet author J.A. Rodriguez, who provides practical resources for entering the workplace and advancing your career with his book, Not Intuitively Obvious. So grab a glass of your favorite beverage. Mine is champagne. I think yours is today, Heather, right? Oh, definitely. (laughs) Sit back, relax, turn up the volume because inspiration, insights, and a toast to the new year are on the agenda today. The Miracle Moment is brought to you by the new teen book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, simple gifts for living, loving, laughing, learning, and leading. You can read five chapters by Heather Brittany in there. Pick up your autographed copy at bethestarur.com. And the miracle moment is from G.K. Chesterton. The object of a new year is not that we should have a new year; it's that we should have a new soul. So, being a chicken soup for the gardener soul author, I really do believe that it is all in our soul. So, let's get our spirit soaring, and decide that it's going to be a great year. Well, it's been 10 years since we watched the switch from the 1990s turn over to the 2000s. It's gone quickly. Did it go well? Well, Heather and I are looking back at the 10 years from 2000 to 2010. Every decade is a good time to reflect on the past, and these 10 years have seen a lot of changes. What do you think have been some of the biggest uh, I guess brouhahas. What has happened in the last 10 years? I mean, it seems so fast, but the reality is it's, it has really been kind of a shocker.
2: Yeah, you know, it's always interesting. People always try to think, you know, what, now that we're coming to the close of a decade, which sounds so crazy, we're not just reflecting on one single year. But actually, the past 10 years, and to think one day this, or, you know, maybe even currently, this stuff is going to be in some kids' history book. It's starting all new that someone's going to be learning about the experiences that we've experienced. Uh, I just remember, you know, things you told me when you were growing up, you know, about experiencing, um, you know, the the Kennedy assassination um, or Ray during Reagan Tyler, Woodstock, all these things now that I see, you know, movies about are there on the historical channel to think that one day these things I experienced um, are gonna be the same thing. So just to think look back at some of the things we may have forgotten or some of the things we still talk about. Um, one getting into technology that was a big boom for technology um, in the last 10 years you may not seem like it because it seems like every five months something new is coming out but the iPod the iPod was launched in 2001 and where it's gone from then to now it's almost how you know we joke about the old cell phones how they were these giant you know they cost you know ten dollars a minute and they were these giant things and now every you know now your 10 year old kid has a cell phone and that's something you know, too, I big just boom. to jump in there too because I
1: remember the very first cell phone uh, it was called a mobile phone or a car phone that Mm -hmm. my parents got and it was like a box. It was huge and it was heavy. It was like 20 pounds and you had to... But it really wasn't that mobile. And then when you're talking about, you know, the iPods or Apple, I just wanted to go into that and say I just remember that how Steve Jobs, when he took over there, uh, when he came back in the 2000s, how Apple really was going downhill. The iPod came out, but the stock was at one of its all-time lows. And today it's at its all-time high. You know, it got down to, like, 17, and now it's at 2011, I mean, 211. So yeah. it's
2: really a huge change. Yeah, yeah. and that's something, too, you know, talking about, so, you know, what was the softballs is that now, you know, pretty soon I predict in the next 10 years Um, except for probably businesses, that home phones are really going to be a thing of the past because everyone has uh, cell phones now. The thing with iPods, before the iPods were so big, and they became nanos, and they became shuffles, and now iPods have become iPhones. Um, so it's been a really big time for Mac. Things um, in, you know, just speaking scientifically wise, things that have happened. Um, stem cell research, that's been a great thing. Octomom in the last year, a woman giving birth to eight children at once. Um, also something, too, you know, regarding um, just our earth and how really, you no know, matter what we try to do, we really have no control over things. There's been so many fires. Living here in San Diego, I've experienced. Two horrific fires in the last ten years. I
1: know it's, it's really amazing, and that you hadn't had fires in San Diego
2: for I don't know how many years before that. Exactly, it's, it, 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 been, a it has been. The has changed. Yeah. Exactly, and um, you know, here in America, we had Hurricane Katrina. Uh, there was also the big tsunami. Um, and there, there was just so many things that again make you realize just how small you are, and really how you don't have control of things. One thing that really, you know, that was big for us. Uh, going into the Bush administration, we had eight years of Bush starting in 2000. 2001, um, we experienced 9/11 uh, 9/11 and that really changed America for all. It changed. I mean, still to this day, just flying last week, um, you the little things about how you can't bring on liquids and carry on all these kinds of things. How they're getting more and more. It is for our protection, but it really it it shook the whole world. It, again, it was one of those things that made us realize, you know, how little we are. We went, we so I um, think invaded nine eleven Has
1: to be the biggest change. In the past ten years, and perhaps in the history of America, because it was the first time that on our soils that we were attacked, and that was a very, very big thing.
2: Exactly, and you know, and kind of out of tragedy comes triumph. I don't know, you know, people they really remember. I just remember those that first month really right after it happened. There was this as sorrow and as sad as it was, there was this huge burst of patriotism. You everywhere you went. There was just flags everywhere. Everyone stickers. Everyone, I'm proud to be American. All these things of the people really coming together um, to show their love and support for this country and really trying to bond together to try to find something that shows that you know we are as one. Um, you know, and from that too also, you know, more tragedy struck is that we invaded Afghanistan as along um with Iraq and Iran and we're still there today. Um, uh, one thing, you know, we caught Saddam Hussein uh and he has been executed now, you know, and it to look back at all the horrible things he had done before. Um, you know, those are kind of sad things. But one great thing, you know, is talking about bringing change about just in this past year. We elected our first African American president, President Obama, and that was so big. And he, you know, and one too, we had a woman president, uh, a woman running for president at the same time too, and And those women in high places
1: for the first time,
2: you know, in the government. That what? I'm sorry, what did you say?
1: Women in high places for the first exactly. time in our government. You know, exactly. now Hillary Clinton being, uh, Secretary of State and, and having, um Barbara Boxer and, you know, there are many more women that are in higher places in our government
2: today. And, and speaking of government or figures, um uh, we had a pope that died and we got a new pope. <laughs> and, um and also speaking of death too, this year in particular, um you know it seems that in movie stars and people high up there how many people have passed away, you know, thinking back on a decade, but you know for this past summer, it was really big you know the in pop michael jackson uh dying, and for us, it was a big thing for fair faucet um passing away, but also you know it caught more more attention to um also people's health, especially women's health and in different episodes before we've talked about um you know cervical cancer and HTV and the Gardasil vaccine. That's all new to the market that now um now there's kind of a little more scare going on, but just because there's more people are going out there, they're staying on top of their health, they're getting tests, there's more information slowly being released. Um so that's great. Another thing that's sad, you know, that um also that was kind of one thing too bringing about the food we eat and going green there's really been in the last 10 years it used to be you know you were a hippie or it was very uncool now it's very uncool not to be that hippie sense so if you you know you need to recycle driving the higher doing your part um, buying organic, buying local—that's just the norm now. That suddenly people are starting to realize um, that we're no—we can no longer be this take, take, take nation. Um, that if we want to preserve this, we really, you know, we have to start making these small changes. Um, I had even read and we've seen that
1: we've seen the advent of the supersizing of of Americans, and that has been a a very big health wake up because of the prevalence of diabetes and heart disease and other health issues issues that are happening because
2: we have become an obese society. Oh, completely. You know, and that's something you're know, saying, too, of how you know health is really, com- you know, everyone making those resolutions, you know, it's always on there to eat better and lose that 10 pounds, but just make it a healthy lifestyle. Don't say diet. I'm going to go on a diet. We always talk about it has the word die. In it. <laughs> I don't like that at <laughs> all. Exactly, but just making healthy lifestyle changes to make it, you know, better so that you'll be around longer for your kids and that your kids will be long, around longer for themselves. Um, you know, just enjoying life more. All these little, all these little things in life. For, uh, you know, two things, uh, as a personal thing for me was in this past ten years, this decade, I graduated high school and I graduated college. Um, you know, I've lived, I've loved, I've lost all the, you know, family, I think everyone, you know, there's stuff that on a high scale as a society we've all experienced, but, you know, as we said, of getting presidents and celebrities dying or new inventions or or storms. But also, everyone, if you reflect back in your own personal life, you know, things that have happened in the past 10 years, um, you know, looking at my life particularly, as I just said, you know high school, college graduating, my brother's now getting married i've had cousins get married, cousins have babies, friends have babies, um getting a job i'm so passionate about. Um
1: You know, I think that is the biggest thing is that if we can encourage everyone to not just look at the world events of what have happened in the last 10 years, but to look at your individual events. Last night when I was working with a client, I was talking about that we were going to talk about this on the radio show today, and I said, well, how has the last 10 years really been for you and she started to talk about it, and then she said, Cynthia, I want you to think about what it's been for you. And, you know, I hadn't really thought about it. But what was interesting is that when I was reflecting upon the ten years, Heather, I came up with what you were saying. I've had two children graduate from high school, graduate from college, find, you know, find jobs. I've written six books. Oh, my God. Why I have you published six books. Well, books. Uh, I celebrated ten years of the founding of the charity along with you. We have been broadcasting live to millions around the world nonstop for the past ten years. I personally goodness. have traveled the globe several times now lecturing, and it's, it's really been kind of an amazing thing to think that, before I have I was doing a lot of acting and I've transitioned, although I'm still doing some, to mostly being a writer and a host and a coach and a lecturer. So it's been really a ten years of a lot of changes and it seemed like they came
2: slowly, but really they haven't. And and that's what's amazing, you know, as we're just saying that everyone has um, you know, everyone has experienced their own decade. And it's something that was so exciting. A friend of mine at work yesterday, his sister, his sister almost had the New Year's baby, but gave birth uh, to a baby girl yesterday. And, and just, a, you know, and all of a sudden, I was just talking with him how that just changed, you know, his whole outlook of this past year in that one moment, this day before New Year's, you know, we were thinking about everything, and it's been it's kind of been a rough year for a lot of people. We had, you know, in the past 10 years, there was the housing boom, the market boom. It became very successful. Money was everywhere. And then all of a sudden, one day, it was just like, you know, when the market crashed. Everything was going down. The, the markets, houses that, you know, a, a year before had sold for a million dollars were now being foreclosed
1: and are exactly. now in the market. And I think this is the hardest thing of the last two years has been the financial Depression, recession that we're going through, not on just a national basis, but on an international basis. You know, we connect with people all over the world now, and every country is feeling it. I was in Ireland just uh, two and a half years ago lecturing. It was the most, I I had not, I couldn't believe how affluent it was, how uh, positive everybody was, and how flowing in money and goods today, it is just the opposite. It is it is a recession country. It's really in dire straits. People are losing their jobs. And that is what's... It's really a, a crazy thing. But you know what? I come away with this, Heather, and maybe you have your own little philosophy here you want to leave us with, is that this too shall pass, is that we think that we're experiencing something that is a first and, and it's either extraordinary in a good or a positive way, but everything is fleeting, everything is passing, and we have to live in the moment.
2: I, I couldn't agree more, and I think probably because I get many of my words of wisdom from you, but it's always that thing, and it was something you've actually taught me before, that when you have those moments, when you think, oh, my life is over, you know, I can never show my face again, or this is the worst thing that could ever possibly happen, um, always think how is this going to affect me in six months? Think about that. Is am, am I still going to be upset that Bobby stood me up, you know, or am I still going to be upset that I didn't get that job or that I lost? It's one of those things you flip back and you realize you have so many amazing things in your life. And this, as you said, this too shall pass. So with that note, because I hear our music, everyone have an amazing New Year's. We will see you next year. and listen to us. Check out the website, myspace. Uh for slash carmony clutches, both of the K, uh beatestar and beatestarry.org.
1: Well and we're gonna just take a short break and when we come back we're gonna enter the new year with a bang, a buck, and a blessing. You are listening to Cynthia Bryan and Heather Whitney. Stay with us. Thanks for joining us. Star style continues. It's a New Year celebration. We'll be back in a minute.
0: The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan.
1: Whatever your goal, go for it. All things, even what seems impossible, can be accomplished when you take a few important steps. Visualize the prize, identify a specific goal, and imagine yourself achieving it in every detail. For example, if you want to be a professional speaker, see yourself speaking to thousands of people, making a difference in their lives. Write down your visualizations, repeat them to yourself every day, and as you do, your belief in yourself and your confidence in your abilities will grow. Choose a role model. Inspirational role models demonstrate the possibilities, and they provide invaluable sources for motivation, for strength, and for hope. Keep reminders of your goals and your dreams on cards. Keep them in front of you every day. Put them where you're going to see them, you know, on the refrigerator, on the dashboard, on your mirrors, on your computer and pick yourself up after a setback. See your mistakes as opportunities to learn and to develop new strategies. Mistakes are inevitable, they are valuable, and they are absolutely essential for your growth. Remember, again, whatever your goals, whatever your dreams, You go for it. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For coaching and consultations, visit starstyleproductions.com.
0: Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. Are you wondering how to jumpstart your life while bringing more excitement and joy into every moment? Join the Goddess Gals, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany each week on radio's favorite power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are. You'll hear from the experts and authors that inspire and motivate you to be your greatest unique self. Plus, in Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew, Cynthia and Heather tackle the topics and tips that make a difference. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on World Talk Radio Studio The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. That's one 613 1612 Or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now back to star style. Be the star you are with the Oprah of the airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star
1: the end of a decade and the beginning of a bright new year. I am Cynthia Bryan, your personal growth coach, and I'm always excited to share another year of possibilities, probabilities, and success with you. My new book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, and the first book in the series, Be the Star You Are, boasts many strategies for creating a life you love. And in this segment, I thought we would talk about some of these tips to help you launch yourself into a bright tomorrow. You can get autographed copies of any of my books. And as I said in the first segment, I realize I've written six books in the past 10 years. I can't even get over it. I felt like I'd been lazy, but I guess I haven't. (laughs) And you can visit BeTheStarYouAre.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's 925 377 to seven, and you can order books. We take uh, credit cards, Visa, MasterCard and Discover and of course you can also pay online via PayPal and if you'd like to book a personal coaching or consultation to jumpstart your life for the new year make sure to call 925-377-STAR. Now before I give you some of these tips I just wanted to remind you about the sixth annual essay contest that is sponsored by the book, The Twelve, and Bill Gladstone. It's through Be The Star, You Are charity, and you can get more information at bethestarur.org. You'll win a $100. You'll win a guest interview on this show, and you'll get copies of books. Go to... BeTheStarYouAre.org for information and guidelines. And then to check out the 12, visit uh, 12thebook.com. And then finally, with the one last announcement before we help you out here, is if you are looking for a last minute tax deduction really consider giving to be the star you are charity a literacy charity that empowers women families and youth we have donated thousands of dollars of books and other resources we the volunteers it's all volunteers all teenagers have been busy packing the whole month of november and december and getting these off to various charities and organizations and you can do it on PayPal if you'd want. You get a tax write off. Again, be the star dot org. And if you'd like to make a larger donation, like a ninety nine dollar donation, which might be not so much for others and too much for some, uh Be the star you Are will donate five to six hundred dollars of brand new books to the charity organization, school, whatever of your choice. Again, be the star dot org. Today it's been great. We've been getting ten dollar $25 $75 donations online via PayPal and I think that's just fabulous. We've been saying it's our 10 year anniversary. Just donate $10, a dollar for each year. be the star, you, you know, give a little, you'll get a lot and we all thank you from be the star you are. Well, I have a, a simple kind of challenge, a, a mantra I'd like to get to you. This is my resolution to make the new year come to be with joy and optimism and enthusiasm. I'm saying this to myself. I'm encouraging you to do the same. I call it taking the new year challenge. I think it's important So here's what I say to enter the new year. I enter the new year with the understanding that I am making a fresh start. I begin by discarding the thoughts, the attitudes, and the habits that are not compatible with an excellent life. I let go of whatever caused past discouragement past disappointment, or past disagreement. I know that seemingly negative outcomes are desires or goals that are yet to be fulfilled. I am open and I am receptive to new ideas, new activities, and new relationships. Each day, I can follow a fresh plan of fulfillment. I can act on divine ideas that I receive in moments of prayer and quiet and inspiration. These ideas flow through wholesome, positive thoughts as i use creative thinking to build upon divine ideas my activities become more dynamic and my abilities are enhanced therefore i will enter this new year with optimism, with joy and enthusiasm to have an excellent life. And you'll notice I didn't say a perfect life or anything perfect. I just strive for excellence. I don't really believe in perfection. But if you strive for excellence, you will get a life that's worth living. It's like when I tell my clients to shoot for the moon, you may miss it. You'll land on a star. Maybe you'll hit the earth, but if you just don't aim big, you're never going to hit anything. Now, I have nine tips for a better 2010, and I hope that you may join with me in creating these, uh, this kind of lifestyle for yourself because I really think it's going to make a difference for you. The first one is, to eat fresh and to try growing your own you know that i am a gardener i'm an avid gardener they called me the goddess gardener but if you can't grow your own at least go to a farmers market every week and check out all the new fresh vegetables we've done several shows on genetically engineered food and we know that that isn't the way to go for ourselves we want to try to get food that is fresh and if you can grow it yourself that's even better and you can be a gardener by just having one pot, plant a couple of herbs, plant some basil, plant some chives or, or some onions. Even if you're the kind of person that kills a house plant, it's pretty hard to kill something like rosemary, which is an herb. And it's very easy to grow tomatoes or zucchini, you know, even tomatillos. Try sauteing them, make a pizza with them. You'll love what you eat. And when you grow it, you'll love it. And if you have kids, they're going to love it, too. Second is get a checkup and stay healthy so many of us put off going to uh, the doctor because of costs or getting any kind of medical evaluation until it's too late make this year the year that you are going to get a thorough checkup get your blood pressure taken check out your bone density make sure that you uh, your glucose levels are at the level they're supposed to be that we have a, a terrible time with uh, diabetes these days and heart disease and cancers and Prevention is the best medicine, so get a checkup and then decide to stay healthy. The third one is to exercise and try exercising at home. So many people come in to me and they tell me they're going to join a gym or they're going to take a Pilates class, or they're going to sign up for yoga. And then, you know, it just doesn't happen. How about exercising at home? You can walk around your block or just walk around your garden if you, you have a garden or just walk up and down the halls of your house. Walking is a great exercise. Gardening is exercise. Vacuuming is exercise. But do something every day. Even if you're in the car, you know, you can do Kegels. You can do foot stretches. Get some exercise and do it at home, and then anything else will be a bonus. The fourth thing, decide to learn something new every single day, whether it's just going to a new website or you decide to take a class or reading a few quotes from a book, learning a language, playing an instrument, whatever it is, decide to learn something new. Because when you stop learning, you stagnate, and that's not a place that you want to be in. Five is step outside your comfort zone. Risk a little and gain a lot. So many of us say, stay stuck because we just want to be comfortable. If you're feeling like you're too comfortable, you're not learning anything. You're not growing. You really are dying. So do something that puts you out there on that limb. That's part of my three rules, smile, have fun, be wild and crazy, and that is the risk part, be wild and crazy. Give yourself a break. In other words, You know, it's okay to fail, it's okay to make mistakes. And it's good to rest. We all have to hibernate a little bit and take some downtime. Maybe that means taking a break from your email. I know that I'm the kind of person, I get an email, I respond immediately. But sometimes it's better just to give yourself a break from it. How about going on a real vacation? I know that I, when I looked at the past 10 years, for me, all my vacations have been work vacations. I've been lecturing. Every time I take a vacation, I lecture somewhere. And so I've decided for 2010, I'm going to take a real vacation and I'm not going to work on it, I would suggest the same for you. Get organized. This might be the most important thing you can possibly do because the more organized you are, the more successful you will be in life. Start small. Start with one little drawer. How about your desk drawer or your underwear drawer? I don't care which one it is, but get organized. File those papers. You know, don't pile them. You'll find that you're going to be happier when you're organized volunteer and give back make a donation when we help others we truly help ourselves, and so many people haven't found that charity yet or that nonprofit that resonates with them. Today, go out there and find somebody. And, if you, you know, we would really love to have you be part of Be The Star You Are. We can take time, we can take things, and we can take dollars. Go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. And if there's many, many other charities, and we have lots of links to other charities that you can find for yourself, whether it's a food bank, or helping somebody to communicate, or even sports. There's lots and lots of things out there. So make the time today to keep yourself healthy, happy, and wise. That should be the goal for all of you for the new year. I also say that we want to walk a new road. And what does that mean? Well, here's a good question to ask yourself. Ten years from now, you will arrive somewhere. The question is where? We don't want to kid ourselves about where we're going because we don't want to kid ourselves that we're on the wrong road. So I'm going to assume for all of you to get to where you want to be, you either have to read the right books or you're not reading the right books. You're either encouraging disciplines that are positive or you're not. So here's what we don't want to engage in. You don't want to be disillusioned you don't want hope without acting or wishing without doing I always say be first and then do be do the key is to take a look and say where am I what could I do and who could I be that could make changes to make sure that I can take more certainty daily and take tiny steps every day towards the treasure that I want whether it is a mental treasure a personal treasure a spiritual reward a financial reward You just don't want to make so many mistakes that in 10 years you look back and you haven't accomplished anything. The key is to start right now, right here, right where you are, Make the changes, walk the talk, walk on this new road. And what's very exciting is just a few daily disciplines and a few minor tweaks and changes can make a great deal of difference in one year, three years, five years, and in the next 10 years. And before you know it, you are walking a brand new road as a blessed leader, and that's what you all want. Now, uh, Rick Frischman, who is one of the publishers of my book, is also a major, a, a, a major marketer sent out an email that I wanted to share because I thought it was just great. He created kind of some of his advice for 2010 and beyond, and then kind of, he had gotten this from many other sources, and I've added to it. So here are some of them. Um, and they don't pay off on effort. They pay off on results, okay? No one ever chokes swallowing his or her pride. Don't just mark time. Use time to make your mark. People don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. Technology should improve your life, not become your life. The best way to be somebody is to be yourself. The best vitamin for making friends is to be a friend. It's not a question as to who is right, but what is right. The difference between failure and success is doing a thing nearly right and then doing it exactly right. Many people hear, but few people listen. There is no free tuition in the school of experience. The person who has no goal doesn't feel fear failure. The best way to get even is to forget, and it's better to forgive and forget than to resent and remember. Make decisions with your heart and you'll wind up with uh, and you'll wind up with heart disease. People have a way of becoming what you encourage them to be, not what you nag them to be. I like to say, see people as you want them to be, and they will become that because they'll reach for that star. You can win more friends with your ears than with your mouth. And when you kill a little time, you may be murdering opportunity. Education is an investment and never an expense. Ideas won't work unless you work. It's never right to do wrong, and it's never wrong to do right Your smile is more important than anything else you wear. My motto is your smile gives you face value. Helping someone up won't pull you down. And my analogy for that is that you can't blow out someone else's candle by blowing out your own so you don't make it look brighter. Those that have the most to say usually say it with the fewest words. If you don't learn from your, your mistakes, there's no sense in making them. People wrapped up in themselves make pretty small packages. And when is the last time you did something for the first time? And these are just a couple of other gems that I wanted to share. Smart is believing half of what you hear. Brilliant is knowing half to believe. One thing I can give and still keep is my word. And those who beef too much often land in the stew. Compromise is always wrong when it means sacrificing your principles. Most people say they're willing to meet each other halfway, but the trouble is most people are pretty poor judges of distance. And if you don't know where you're going, any road will do. We learned that from Alice in Wonderland. And most people aim to do right. They just fail to pull the trigger. Courage isn't the absence of fear. It is the mastery of it. And happiness can be taught. It can be thought, and it can be caught, but it can never be bought. So when we come back from break, we have more of a treat for you because J.A. Rodriguez will be with us, and he is going to kickstart the new year with you and helping you with his new book, Not Intuitively Obvious. I am Cynthia Bryan, and these are not just words to live by. These are words to live better. Happy 2010. Stay with us. We'll be back in a minute on Star Style. Be the star you are.
0: The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Be the star you are. .org.
1: Is your sexual relationship satisfying? Do you have a nagging question about sex and you can't find the answer? Tune into Sex in Our Cities with hosts Donna Kane-Francis and Robin Potter Kimball. Two advanced practice registered nurses are here to answer all of your questions about sex and relationships. Each issue will be presented in an objective, unbiased perspective designed to educate and empower you to make healthy decisions and bring about change in your life. Sex in Our Cities is Broadcast live Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel.
0: Are you wondering how to jumpstart your life while bringing more excitement and joy into every moment? Join the goddess gals, the mother-daughter dynamic duo Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany each week on radio's favorite power hour Star Style, Be the Star You Are You'll hear from the experts and authors that inspire and motivate you to be your greatest unique self. Plus, in Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew Cynthia and Heather tackle the topics and tips that make a difference. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on World Talk Radio Studio The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. That's one 613 1612 Or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now back to star style, be the star you are, with the Oprah of the airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are.
1: my gratitude for you for tuning in to Star Style, Be the Star You Are and Being the Stars that You Are. I have always promised to bring you the best authors and experts that help you excel in your life every week right here. We've been doing it since 1998. Your success is our success and everyone at Be the Star You Are is dedicated to helping you achieve your dreams, your desires, and your goals. Are you entering the workforce and want to make sure that you can move up the corporate ladder as quickly and effectively as possible? J.A. Rodriguez, also known as Jose, is a senior manager for a Fortune 200 company with over 26 years' experience doing professional work, mostly environmental experience in leadership capacity. He is an author, an engineer, an inventor. We'll have to hear more about that, a certified safety professional, a marketer, martial arts instructor, an expert trainer, a mentor, motivational speaker, and a former adjunct college professor. His book, Not Intuitively Obvious, The Transition to the Professional Work Environment, is truly a business guide you're going to want to read when you want true success without making years of mistake. Welcome, Jose, to Be
3: the Star You Are. Well, thank you very much. It's certainly my pleasure to be here and to be a supporter of the Be the Star You Are charity. And by the way, congratulations on a decade of making a difference and helping hundreds of thousands of people enjoy the gift of reading
1: well thank you so much and i want to thank you for being a part of it and we're going to get to your book right away but right away i want to say that anyone who buys his book From the website, we're going to give out here shortly. Uh, uh, Jose is generously going to make a donation of two dollars for the first month and a dollar thereafter to be the star you are to help literacy. So we certainly hope that you will buy the book at authorsden. dot com forward slash J A Rodriguez and then there's an I R at the very end of it. Well, let's get to your book, Jose, which is such a fantastic business book so simply put together and I wanted to start off right away with your quote at the beginning of your book that I thought was just really incredible professional wisdom. Knowing when to lead and when to follow, when to carefully listen and when to thoughtfully speak, when to seek assistance and when to offer guidance, and most importantly, knowing how to effectively approach it all. To me, this sums up everything that you are saying in the book.
3: Yes, pretty much. I mean, uh, it's it's all experience, right? I mean, we all learn from, from our mistakes, and as long as we learn from our mistakes, we, we have lessons to, to to progress and succeed. So, you know, I, I came up with that quote because it, it really, I wanted to parlay, I wanted to give my experience to the younger generation who, who have not gone through the trials and tribulations that I have, and also to anyone who's, you know, a, a mom or a dad who's who's leaving the the home to to go out to work as the kids have, are gone away to college or to the our mil our great military uh, service members who protect our country and are leaving the, the the military and they're really going into a different type of an environment when you go into the professional work environment. So that's kind of a uh, of a uh, capsulization if if I will if you may of the entire book.
1: Well, and you've divided the book into two areas. So you actually have two books in one. We're talking about the book Not Intuitively Obvious Transition to the Professional Work Environment by J A Rodriguez Jr. And what it is is a uh, book 1 actually is really how to get going in the professional uh, arena with different, different chapters on how to establish your mindset, to your behavior, to communication strategies, to working with your boss to getting reviews and mentor relationships, whereas the second part is a workbook so that you can go chapter by chapter and fill out what's happening in your life. And I thought this is a great combination, Jose, because in that way you can really see where you are, like we were talking earlier, and stay on your path, where you are, where you want to go, and what needs to be done.
3: Exactly. Uh, You know, the first part of the book is, is, the way it's laid out is, you know, here's the guidance. This is what I see um can uh, propel you in your career in the work environment. And now that you have that guidance, let's apply it. Let's take it to your specific situation and your particular work environment and let's come up with solutions together and and then develop from there uh what the plan should be for the following years.
1: Well, the things that I see right away now every every literally every page is just chalk full of really valuable information. But the number one thing is to think highly of yourself, to dress the part, to have the confidence. And you start off with that because if you don't think that you're right for the job and you're the perfect person for it, nobody else is going to get on your bandwagon either.
3: And that's, that's exactly right. You have to believe in yourself. You have to know that it can happen. You have to be able to understand that your skills are are acceptable they will work and you will be successful utilizing them and oh by the way corporations will reward you for those skills
1: and and that also talking about your individuality you know and being who you're supposed to be and using your expertise you also have to be able to focus on teamwork and to be part of a team so that bal- that's a real balancing act to not be a peacock out there with your experience, but to be part of a team and just let the team showcase you.
3: Now, now we're getting into the transition part. You know, when you're, when you're in school and you're graduating, you're, there's only one person that takes the exams for you, and that's yourself. When you get into the professional work environment, the entire team takes the exam. The entire company takes the exam and whatever comes out of that exam everyone has to live with. So the, the transitioning from an individual contributor which we're all used to as 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 uh, young professionals into the team environment is something that's key in the success.
1: Well, yeah, you know, I wanted to ask you a question about this because when I was reading your book and the book is not intuitively obvious is there? you were talking in a chapter about a a project. You gave an example. Working on a project as a team, and you're working nights and weekends, you're really putting your all into it, and your other teammates are not pulling their load, but so you have two choices. You can kind of strut around and say, hey, I'm doing all the work, or you can just do the best job you can, complete the assignment, and then let the team, you know, sing your praises, and obviously, there there is a right answer here, and it's not to try to uh, usurp your teammates.
3: There you go. Here's the key. This is when... There are certain times in your career where you have opportunities to become a leader. And, and in the team environment, that's an opportunity to become a leader. When you see, even though you are not the designated leader of the team, when you see that the team is struggling through a project, it is your time then to step up and take that leadership role and help them guide, uh, help them guide themselves through that process. It is the only way that the team will succeed. And I gotta tell you, a struggling team who has a, a team member that looks forward past those obstacles will reward that team leader tremendously.
1: And let's talk about that those rewards because you also outline what a future employee can look forward to as far as the investment that a company will put be putting into them if they're putting in the time, and uh, there's the financial compensation, is just a very small part, actually, of what you, as an employee of some other company, can expect to achieve if you are a valued person. If you're really stepping up to the plate.
3: Oh, no, exactly. I mean, you know, most of us, uh, you know, you, you go to work and, and you get home and you bring a paycheck, and that's all you see. But in reality. The company is actually providing for many other things. They're providing office space for you, which is a cost. They're providing uh, utilities. They're providing the cost of doing business and advertising so that you can continue to have work. They are working on corporate image so that the customers can believe in the company and, and, and gather more work. They're also providing benefits. You know, they're medical and dental and all sorts of things that we tend to grow used to, uh, in terms of uh, the uh, company and working uh... play a role and it is a cost factor for the company so it is more than just your paycheck it's it it is significantly more
1: i thought it was really important that you put this down in your book because i hear so often people saying well i'm only earning x amount you know an hour or a month or whatever but when you add all of all the opportunities up, the training the mentoring you know the external training it, it really can add up to almost 200% of what your salary is.
3: That's absolutely correct. Almost 200%, and in some cases it's more depending on a benefits package and, and where the company is in terms of maturity uh, relative to to their business, but it can be as high as 200%.
1: And one thing that you brought out in the book that I had, wasn't really aware of is how more and more organizations, especially in today's economy with the recession, are including these economic stress clauses in their hiring documentation. I thought that that's a very smart, uh, clause because this will probably help the company stay in business as opposed to having to downsize Let people go or even uh, claiming bankruptcy, although I'm sure an employee probably doesn't see it as such when they're signing that contract.
3: No, absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, economically stressed clauses are typically geared towards, towards an insurance is to help protect the company and, and to keep the company soluble in times of hard times. And so, uh, you know, this is part of the partnership. You have to form a partnership with the company that you're working for. And uh, when you see these clauses, they're there for a reason. Um, It's better than being laid off. And so you're going to see more of that, uh, I I forecast or I predict, in in the coming years. We're talking
1: to J.A. Rodriguez Jr. He is the author of Not Intuitively, I'm, I'm sorry, I so said that wrong, Not Intuitively Obvious Transition to the Professional Work Environment. And his book is really a guidebook on how you can get from step one all the way to a leadership position. So you can follow these tips. They're very easy to follow. And they, they do, it's, some of them are, would be intuitive, but we don't think of them that way. Let's talk about diplomacy and protocol. I have seen in the past so many people will, you know, they'll get upset about something and they will complain either to a coworker and they'll not go to their boss directly or they, they won't maintain that 24-hour rule that you advocate in your book. If you're upset, you know, to write a letter, but don't send it, you know, don't yes. send anything. Let's talk yes. about, you know, being diplomatic in the workplace.
3: Yes, uh, you know, it's, it's part of the teamwork, uh, a part of, uh, of the professional work environment, and, and, and diplomacy is the way to go. And, and typically, if you look at it this way, you're always going to be diplomatic. There's, there are always many sides, many viewpoints to any one situation, and your viewpoint is one of them. So the thing to do is you actually put yourself in the shoes of those that are that you that you feel are, are are not working with you, and look at it from their perspective. You will be amazed at what you find. You Dude, will I be amazed.
1: That's such a valuable solution. insight, Jose, because. It's very easy to criticize someone else, or it's very easy to jump to conclusions, but we don't know what's going on in, you know, in, behind closed doors. And when we do, you know, if we can just have a little empathy, sometimes we'll see something in a different light, and then it'll reflect positively back on us. You have a chapter called Your Boss. I really like this chapter because yes. so many people look at the boss as the enemy and the boss is really your your best partner.
3: Yes. Yeah, your boss is actually your career partner. Your boss is the gatekeeper to your success in the professional work environment. And by helping the boss you're helping the company, and by helping the company, it comes full circle to helping yourself.
1: So, again, it's back to the teamwork. Make your lo- your boss make, uh, look good. Make your team look good. And what happens is it makes you look good. Exactly. Uh, another chapter that was of great interest to me was business trip etiquette. Very often when people are traveling, they think that after their day is done, their eight hours or 10 hours or however many hours, that they're not representing the company anymore. But as long as you are on company travel, you are always a representative of your work.
3: Absolutely. You are always looked upon as an agent of the company, regardless of the level that you're, that you're in. If you are... If you are trusted by the company to be on company travel, it is expected that the company is represented in a professional manner in a way that they would be proud to to display on, on the local newspaper. I mean, many, many people um, don't get this. A lot of young professionals think that after their day is done and they're on travel, it's personal time. In reality, it is not. You're still on company travel. You're still representative of the company, and successful professionals behave that way.
1: You know, and you what know, that made me think of is that, actually, we're always representing ourselves and our companies every minute of the day. So we should always behave in an appropriate manner, maybe unless we're in our own home with
3: nobody around. You know <laughs> because what? Because we, we
1: really are representatives of, of ourselves, and that's very yeah. important.
3: You just hit a you just hit a, a key point. you are really your own brand you are your, a company within the company, so your reputation within the company is important as well so remember that you're not only representing the company but more importantly you're representing yourself I, you're,
1: I, I agree I think that we you know no matter who employs us who signs that paycheck, we really are all self employed
3: yes yes yeah.
1: we we should have the confidence, the dignity and the transparency that, you know, if there was a parrot in the room, that we wouldn't mind that every townspeople, you know, heard what they had to say, what was repeated.
3: No, exactly. You know, in the book, I also talk about forehead stamps. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and those, are, those are things like, uh, if I could summarize it, if you were to think of a person you know, think of their name. What's the first thing that comes to mind? The same thing of a company. If you think of a major company and you think of their name, what is it that comes comes to mind when you hear that name? So the same thing in a professional work environment is you want to have a great reputation stamp or a forehead stamp. You want to make sure that that happens.
1: So let's give out your website. We have been talking to J.A. Rodriguez, Jr., also known as Jose, his book, is Not Intuitively Obvious, Transition to the Professional Work Environment. As you can tell, he is extremely knowledgeable. He has been doing this for 26 years. He knows how to help you be successful. You can go to his website, NotIntuitivelyObvious.com, to get more information. And he has also very generously decided to donate um, a couple of dollars of each purchase of the book, if you go to com forward slash J.A. Rodriguez, I.R., that's the website. Did I get that correctly, Jose? Uh,
3: yes, it would be J.R. Jr.
1: Oh, is that what it is? It's a junior. Oh, I thought it was I.R. Okay, J.R. Great, yeah. J.R. Okay, J.A. Rodriguez, Jr., and that's at AuthorsDen. But, of course, you can just go ahead and get it at NotIntuitivelyObvious.com. Well, thank you so much for being on the show for your donation to the charity and, you know, just for also being a mentor and a guide out there to help all of us transition to the professional work environment that we so need.
3: Well, thank you very much for inviting me and and for me to share my insights with your listeners. It was certainly my pleasure to to be here and to be a supporter of the Be The Star You Are charity.
1: Thank you so much. And to all of you out there, thank you for listening. Our aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, and motivate. Until next week, we hope that you make it a great day. Have a wonderful New Year. We'll see you next year. Remember, org, And thank you again, encouraging you to go out into the world. Be The Star You Are. I'm Cynthia Bryan. Thanks for joining me.
0: Thanks again for listening to Star Style, Be The Star You Are. For more information about Be The Star You Are Nonprofit Corporation, please visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. That's BeTheStarYouAre.org. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember, to be a leader, you must be a reader. Enjoy a stellar week. You're a
3: seeker, a dreamer, with courage to...